Welcome back to the Part-Time Otaku Podcast. My name is Grant. My name is Dave. All right. The dust has settled on Attack on Titan, and uh, we are on our new horizon, Dave. How excited are you for uh, My Hero Academia? We're here, man. Uh, yeah. It feels like these seasons between animes are so friggin' long. Um, yeah. feels like I finished binging all of My Hero Academia like a lifetime ago, mm. but I actually think it was a quarantine COVID binge, so it obviously wasn't that long ago. I just um, it just goes to show how slow time is moving. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, uh, and it's such a change from Attack on Titan. I'm really stoked to to dive back into it. It was, you know, it was funny the when obviously you know like everything's a little segmented. We we missed the first week due to the uh, the Attack on Titan finale, but um, that was the one thing going into it. It was like this is going to be such a different speed from show. I was really excited, you know, it's, you know, I've, I love my hair academia almost just as much as attack on Titan. Um, but when, you know, and we'll get into that, but like the first few moments I was like, Oh, like this show, like we're going to be good here. Like this is, it's the perfect blend of comedy and drama and action and significantly less serious, but it's, it's good stuff. I'm, I'm really excited. I, I totally agree because yeah, the, this show is so fun. And yes. these oh, first yeah. these first couple episodes that we're going to cover today just really pound that home. Like they have a great yep. narrative and a great plot and a through line, and I'm sure it's going to be great and I'm excited. But yeah, it's just such a different tone. It's a really fun show. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I guess before we uh, we get right into it, uh, we want to give a shout out to uh, at Sean uh, Hencato uh, for his uh, for his artwork that he gave us of uh, the Deku versus Overhaul fight at the end of uh, season four. Yeah. Killer. All, all time. All time. <laughs> Killer thumbnail, one of our favorite fights of the whole series. Yeah. Um, you can find him on Instagram at Sean underscore Hencato, and uh, we'll tag you when uh, when this episode comes out. Uh, just like Attack on Titan, we're going to be trying to feature fan art every episode, so if you want to be featured, hit us up. Um, but yeah, thanks for the killer art. Yeah, thank you very much. So uh, now to the synopsis. Episode 1, All Hands on Deck, Class 1A. The day after Endeavor's battle, there's an emergency drill at UA High School, and Class 1A is forced to do their part. They face off against some familiar faces and have an explosive time accomplishing their objectives. Good one. This this fucking show, man. <laughs> like, I like oh, the really good season opener, right? Absolutely. I was what I was going to say. The what a perfect uh, refresher. Without calling it a, um, you know how like some shows like. Like this season, like I'm currently also watching uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Like the first, technically the first episode of the season was completely dedicated as like a recap. That was more because there was so much time prior. But in the opener of My Hero, they were able to like make the plot go forward and somehow fit like reminding everyone who everyone was and their powers and kind of like what has happened. It was very, very smart and very well done. Yeah, I totally agree. It was a really, really fun episode. Um I, I loved all the coordination in this episode. I know that's like yeah. such a random thing to like to, to call out, but there was so much killer teamwork. Mm-hmm. Um, that it shows like they've you, grown. Yeah, it shows they've grown, and it shows, like you said, it was a really great way to remind you, because it has been a while, of what everybody's specialty is, what the quirks are for every character. That was a really, really effective way to kind of bring everybody back up to speed. Yeah. It, it, was, it was perfect for me, too, because, you know, like... Leanna was watching it with me. You know, she watched all of it. She has never watched any Attack on Titan, but she watched all season four, like beginning to end, and she like pieced it together. And there was a couple, you know, without trying to get, like get too into spoiler territory, just in case you know she, we ever rewatch it together. Yeah, like it's all spoiled anyways. But this was perfect because it just shows everyone who they are, what they do, and she was just like, okay, I'm ready to go. <laughs> like I can yeah. figure it out from here. Jump was, into season four, five, and that's what and and that's what it is. Like it's it's such a big show. It's coming back. The creators must want to put themselves in the position where anyone at any time could potentially just jump in at this point. And that was what this first episode kind of felt like. That's you know? a good point. I hadn't thought about that, but you're definitely right. Like, these characters are so established, you kind yep. of have runway with any of them. Mm-hmm. It's just like how Lita has been a part of some really cool storylines. Yep. But he, a lot of the time, he takes a backseat. Or yeah. how you can give Red Riot an entire episode and nobody bats an eye. Exactly. That's that, that's one of the tricky things with a cast so large, right? You, you have to, you know, you have like your, you know, your top tier like main characters that are always going to get the attention, and then it's to naturally kind of fit them in, and you know, to kind of go back to 
you know, like Attack on Titan for a second, but that was like Connie and Jean. They had their moments yeah. to shine and they kind of littered, they littered their moments here and there, but with the brunt of it, but this is even a bigger challenge. Like how, how many is in their class? Like it must be 16, 16 or 18? Somewhere in there. Yeah. That feels like, like it's, it, yeah. Feels like plus the, the, all the other heroes and all like, and, th and that, that was the other thing like with this episode that reminded me is there's so much detail in every single character like they are so uniquely their own there's very little like blending of characters i find like usually like they're just so unique in their own way like in a like how big are superheroes now you know it's there's in so many mediums it was it's this show's good stuff and it's beautiful and it's bright and fucking i'm bright, just glad to very, be back i'm glad to be back yeah very colorful like you said like uh just yeah bright is, is definitely the word for it um so it starts off recapping the Endeavor versus Nomu fight. Mm. I love that fight. Yeah. That is such fight. a great one. And uh, like they call out that specific line that I remember loving so much when I had finished season four, which is when Endeavor, right before he beats that Nomu, mm. he says, you are me from the past or another future. Mm. I just like, it was crazy to me how well they did by that character in such a short amount of time. Like, they've obviously set up Endeavor for a while now. Um, yeah. But he hasn't had a lot of just straight-up screen time, plot time. And then he, you know, they kind of put it all together towards the end of Season 4. And that really, really worked. Well, absolutely. And I, I had remember thinking back when I first, like, st first started watching the show. And, like, they really... They shone, like, a light on, to like, Todoroki and his kind of his drama with his dad. Yeah. And they they had hit it a little bit, but then it kind of just disappeared. And I was like, oh, that's weird. They really put a lot of emphasis on that. And they just left it alone for such a long period of time. And you can tell now that's going to be like they're pulling back that storyline. And it, it's probably going to be at the forefront for the next little while, I would imagine. Yeah, it seems like they've planted a lot of see, uh, seeds throughout, especially those early seasons. And they can kind of go back to any of those storylines whenever they want to. And like you mm -hmm. said, yeah, it feels like now is the time they're going to explore this whole this whole family dynamic thing yeah and and like on, on the fight itself you know it's it's been forever since you know what was it like a year and a half ago since maybe longer since uh season four part two which i totally forgot they split the season up oh yeah see i watched it i was late right so i watched the whole mm. thing at once oh okay so but that fight when he kind of does his like final prominence burn move like to finally finish off plus ultra. yeah just the plus ultra when he does that i never noticed this before or maybe i had but it's been so long when like the screen kind of turns to flame and it's just kind of like the outline in the flame oh, he God, looks exactly yeah. like all might yeah man he looks has the same killer. face structure and like the same like scream and his eyes kind of look hollowed out and it was very very cool and like they really set up that he is like the new number 1 and yeah man yeah. They they killed it. Obviously, this I should have asked you this off air, but you're watching this in, in subs, right? Absolutely. Oh my god, I've seen some uh, some footage of the dub, and like I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. But like some of these like incredibly iconic uh, my hero moments, like this the plus ultra prominence burn, or like the United States of Smash, it just mm. hurt, it hits so much better with the original voice actors for the for the subs um like the like the japanese actors it's mm -hmm. so much better uh, and than, no than like dub. no disrespect to like the english voice ma no. or the english uh, english voice actors for the dub and all that but like i don't think i've ever heard a scream pulled off as well as like the original japanese broadcast like yeah, the geez. it's just something about the voice actors for like in that industry on like the japanese side it's it's out of this like they like these guys should be screaming in a metal band like <laughs> like these guys get to such a point like so high and you just never see that in any of the dubs yeah no i agree they they, they fucking kill it uh, mm -hmm. and that was such an iconic moment okay um so after you know they recap that fight they go straight to uh back to class back mm. in the classroom and they don't there, not much really happens here because it moves pretty quickly right um yeah. like aizawa comes in like the students ask todoroki if he's proud of his father and he's kind of like yeah i guess mm, kind of keeping the same temperature he has had with about him yeah. and just kind of nonchalant yeah. and, and he's a man of many temperatures yeah oh my god killed it killed it <laughs> killed it you're welcome I'm here all week <laughs> um but yeah then uh, aizawa comes up and he's like yo we're kicking it up a notch like you better bring your a game class 1a and th that was that's great too because that's where the show na they nail the comedy because you know he goes in he's he's has like that 
you know, that low attitude of like, all right, guys, like, let's go. And everyone's like sitting in their chair and he's just like, oh. He's like, yeah, all right. Okay. (laughs) You You got it this time. Oh, it's so good. The show just makes me laugh. Like it's, it's, it's the subtle things they do. And then, you know, they definitely try like for humor, but it's, I find they do the subtle stuff really, really well. Yeah. Um, so as he's saying, like, you got to bring your A game this year, they get the notice for uh, an emergency drill. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to the OP, the new opening theme. Mm. But we got to cover that. What do you, what do yeah. you think about it? It's good. I like it. I thought... It's, uh, it's, go ahead. It seems similar to last last year's. I find they have, like, a very, like a, a pretty... There's a, kind of, like, a trending tone in, in their uh, OPs. Kind of consistent like that? Very, very consistent. Like, uniquely sounding, like, in their own way. Um, I will say the exit song is where all my love is going to. Yeah. I, I love the closing song for this, uh, this season. Yeah. Um, the opening, my only thought I remember having specifically was that I was like, okay, a slow start. I'm not sure. But then the second half of it, I really, really liked mm-hmm. it really picks up. I do like the first, like the first, like five seconds. It kind of, right as the vocals kick in, there's a, like it starts off and there's like a cup by a couple beats and then he kind of hits like a higher note and that's where like where the song kind of like kicks out um you know that i think that's my favorite part it's like i like little vocal flourishes like that but um visually itself though i always love when an anime their op uh like it kind of tells a story it's not just like random like shots of like this action shot and this action shot like it's kind of telling a story and both the the op and then the exit as well do that um yeah, they're but, both uh, definitely thematic. I agree. Yeah, which, which is nice. And it, it's like in the world, you know, because I think to think back, like when I was watching Fire Force, it was just like random moments. And it like in it's like, I don't, we, I you know, you watch the final episode of that season. You're like, I haven't seen that villain. I don't know who that, I don't know who that guy is. Like, yeah. I don't like the, the teasing stuff in the OP. I'm there for the music and just kind of show me like the overall, like introduce the characters and all that. But it's good. I don't know. It's, uh, they've always had great OPs. Yeah. Consistently good. Mm-hmm. Um, following that, my first, the first thing that I like literally took note of was Lita being mm. Lita. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love that that dude is class president. Yeah. <laughs> they like, opened the roles so like, well. I was like, going to say, like, he's so perfectly suited to that shit. Yeah. Um, and it's like you said, like, it just makes me laugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you know this character so well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he hits that note so well. Yeah. It's, that's the thing too, like it's, you know, we're kind of going back, but there's so many characters that we have to like keep an eye on and work with. And it's just nice to see them, every one of them kind of just works in their own way. Like there's not, of like class 1A, there's not a single one of them that like, you know, annoys me. Like there's no character I hate in this show like so far. You know, usually like, even like, um, is it uh, Minata, like the grape juice there? Like he, like you know, he's playing like the horny, like the, the the horny character of the show. But like even then, like he fits his role. He has his moments, and he's funny, and you know, it's 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 really good stuff. And like Ida, Ida's the perfect. Like he's he is the class president. Like we have all known someone like Ida. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, no, hundred percent. He he crushes that role. Um, and this is where they really start to like remind you of who's who. Like it mm-hmm. starts with Lita, and then it starts like I think he's actually the one that says, okay, like let's do some recon. Yeah. And then they like, you know, the specific quirks start coming out to, yeah. to, to gather intel. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that whole sequence. Oh, it's it's the best sequence of the episode by far is their introductions. And it's not just like, a, you know, like the frame stops and it introduces them and all that. But like it's them in motion and action. Like it's it's progressing, you know, through through the uh, the episode, which I really, really like, you know, as the plan is kind of progressing and, you know. Teamwork is at the forefront of this episode, and I love to see that. So, yeah, it feels like a really teamwork-oriented episode, mm-hmm. but more or less the whole way through. Yeah, um, and it also feels like they may have leveled up a little bit. Like uh, I forget the guy's name who can generate different body parts through his like wings. Oh yes, uh, he had a ton yeah, more right. eyeballs than mm. usual. It felt like I don't know. Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't know if they explicitly say there's been like how much time there's been since like the this um, was it the concert they did or there's a name for it, the, the festival. Yeah. Well, the uh, so the official. Yeah, I don't know about the festival. It's a good 
point. What I was going to say is like the official synopsis they released, it does specify that this is the day after Endeavor's fight. Oh, like, okay. How so, much, so how much time was there between the Endeavor? Because the Endeavor fight came after the music festival. Yeah, I just don't know mm. how closely. You know what I mean? But, but, but even then, like they're all... There's they've a reason for a while. They've been at it for a while, but there's like, you know, narrative wise, they're they're all in this class for a reason, right? Like they're kinda I think that's the whole idea of class one A. They're kinda like cream of the crop. Yeah. I think one A one A is always like where the you know, the this the superheroes end up becoming they come out of that class. That's just the vibe I got from early seasons. Like yeah, said, yeah. it's been a while. But um but yeah, no, like you know, from you know, the reconnaissance team and then it goes to like the forward team and then like Bakugo. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> excuse me, Bakugo and, uh... Does he grab Red Riot? Red Riot and, uh, the, the Shock Guy. Fuck, yeah. there's so many names to remember in this show. It, bear with us, folks. No, like, yeah. it's, it, we're gonna be jumping back and forth between their actual names and their hero names. But, um, but, and then, like, they just, like, sh- I love his line of, <laughs> let the extras take care of that. We're going for the, for the goal line. <laughs> <laughs> just the way he's hit that line of let the extras deal with that. Yeah, dude, he made me laugh. Bakugo is barely in this episode, but he tends to steal like every scene that he's in. In my opinion, he stole the episode uh, at I the agree. end of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get to yeah. we'll get to that. Um, Lemillion plays the victim. Oh, <laughs> fun, that is some funny shit, <laughs> right? <laughs> do you uh, do you think that he gets his powers back, or do you think he's hopeless? Ooh. That's big picture. I don't know. That's that's really big picture. That could be. Um, that's the thing too. Like, there's so much manga to like come. To, like, this show is gonna be on for a long time. Yeah, dude. Like, I was. We were talking off air. It sounds like. Like, I heard. I saw that. Like, they're entering their final arc. But like, that's hundreds of manga chapters later. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we should mention. I think we did, but we're anime only, right? So we have no yeah. idea what's gonna happen. Um, and. Uh, at the pace they're going, it sounds like they've got at least three or four seasons left. I would, yeah, if if not more, like they could definitely milk it out. And I can, this show just has star power on it. Like it's, you know, this is. I think we had talked to you know a few episodes ago. I think we were just kind of comparing shows, but like this is like a blockbuster. You know, like whereas Attack on Titan is more of like an event, like yeah. singular event. You know, kind of wrapping up a story. This is years to come. Like we're still, even though we're like we're in season five, which is crazy, we're still very early days. So this, there's lots of room to go forward. Is this like Martin Scorsese's like controversial comment of like, oh well, those you know, Attack on Titan is film, but my oh my god, no. is a theme park. <laughs> that's so fucking stupid. Uh, that's such a that's such a silly hill to die on. Like anyway, I won't I won't touch that. But like, I love that he never backed down either. Like he was on a press tour for that comment, and it got brought up obviously every episode, yeah, or every interview, and every time he's like, well, uh, yes, I did mean that actually, <laughs> and what I mean is, and then you yeah. see elaborates and just keeps going yeah it's so silly like who cares like you like what you like you know it's it blows my mind that someone like that can't understand that someone could like yeah. a show like my hero academia for example and also love his movies like it's it's such a big world like fucking old man anyways yeah. love him yeah. all-time great but no it's the lamillion is powers back they kind of because they tease that they tease that at the end of season four with aries you know because yeah. you know lamillion is just the the uh, the avatar of, of positivity totally. and open mindedness. So you know, he said, you know, maybe Aria will get a better grip of her powers, and then I'll get mine back. Like it's th- that could be, you know, um, that if there is like a plot mechanic for it, that would definitely be the way, right? Yeah, absolutely. Or maybe you make a different kind of bullet that shoots it back into him. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And like, and thinking too, because I, you know, I obviously to I watched a couple of recap videos of just you know prior stuff, and All Might had that buddy who was in the police force. Remember, who was like not didn't have super, you know, didn't have powers, just like a regular guy, but he's like a detective. You know, like that could be yeah. kind of, you know, like that could be like if Lamillion never gets his powers back, he's always going to be, like, a big person oh, like in, you're in saying, the world. Yeah, he, he definitely doesn't need a quirk at this point to be involved. Like, this no, episode is a good <clears throat> example, right? Exactly. Like, he's still there to help. He's still in, very much, in, like, involved in the world of, like, you know, the heroes versus the villains and all that. Like, Lamillion is... Uh, I had forgot... After watching these recaps, I forgot how much 
how cool of a character he was. Like his fight scenes, you, you know that dude. You know when that? he took it to Overhaul, I was like, yeah, what? And and even getting to Overhaul, there's the I forget the villain's name, but there's the guy that's uh, can meld into the walls and yeah, you can control the floor, disorients you and all that. And but you know, like Lemillion was able to like get away and kind of like dodge that and and get to Overhaul. And you know, it's it's such a shame. And but like he's now, it's nice because like he's big time comic relief. But he's also, like, very well-crafted. He's not, like, one note. And they even took his power away from him. So, like, you know, I'm curious to see how, what more of him we get to see going forward. You know, yeah. like, I hope it's not just, like, a sad, he would never be a sad sack. But, like, I hope it's just not, like, everyone around him feeling bad for him the whole time. Because I think that would get boring. Yeah. But, no, uh, I feel you. Yeah. Um, so he's eventually saved by Froppy and Grape Juice and, and Folk. Um. So they say so grab him, and it's like in this instance where like they're saving him, and then there's like another fire because Todoroki puts out the first fire, mm-hmm. uh, but then another fire comes up, and then they save Lemillion, and then uh, Todoroki and Naval Laser put out the second fire. This is like where the episode really picks up its pace, yeah. and you just get teamwork and teamwork, like just like people combining their quirks, and they're all talking. Yeah, they're all yeah, communicating. Yeah. That's the big thing. Like they're they can work and communicate because that was kind of their problem. Or like maybe two seasons ago. Because that's the thing too. Like the, the, a big part of season four was them raiding the stronghold, and that was you know the I, I don't think it was the whole cast, but it was like Froppy and uh, Uraka and Deku. Who else was there? Lemillion, Red Riot was there. Uh, Lemillion was there. Like the yeah. big three were there. And then that was like their first like super. I guess they were there for like the the one or all for yeah, one fight and all that. They they have their provincial but, licenses now, right? Like they can officially operate like to help. Well, yeah, because they were working for they were working for Night Eye, and I think you know like yeah, so like they learned a lot on that mission, and now they're now kind of that was probably like valuable experience for everyone as a whole to have like been on a mission like that, and they're able to bring that back to the classroom and work with everyone. Yeah, hopefully so, we get more of that this season. Like you know, I know that. My understanding is that this season looks pretty school oriented, but I hope that they get you know like some missions on the side and get to do more of that type of stuff. I think so. Yeah, the because I'm assuming this is going to be another two parter. Yeah, just probably safe. I think I think going forward, you know, just the state of COVID and kind of how the the industry is kind of managing itself. Um, you know, I I wouldn't be surprised if like you know there's going to be a significant second storyline in the part two like probably next year or whatever but yeah like you said probably it's gonna be very i'm assuming it's gonna be very school oriented for the next little while yeah yeah but uh, um so then the villains finally show up mm. and i have a slight moment of confusion i did watch the episode back but i couldn't quite figure this out so the villains are part of like the top three, right? Cause yeah, there's, the big three. Yeah, the big three. So there's Hado. I think that's the girl that can like fly and like use as like kind of like a psychic kind of quirk. I forget. Just like an like a beam energy. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's uh, the other guy who I'm much more familiar with. I'm a Jiki. Sorry. Yeah. With the name. That's guys. the food guy. Yeah. Um. But he can change his body like his limbs into like different body parts right like he has like an octopus as a hand it's based on what he eats oh okay there you go yeah Yeah. um but then they keep saying like oh not the big three but like are they counting lamillion in there as the big well he was but i I think if he hadn't lost his powers he probably would have been there okay because like well he was there but he would have been maybe in a fighting capacity yeah because i was like but there are only two villains Yes. In this situation, but they just kept saying, "Oh no, not the big three. But I was like, "Yeah, but there's only two of them." So but the, thought, yeah, they're, they're they're saying that they were part of the big three. Well, that's what they're known for. Like yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're like you know their third years. Like I think they're in their final year. I think that's what they alluded to. Yeah, yeah, they're um, uh, they're like the seniors. Yeah. Yeah. So like you know, I think that's just what they're known for. They're like, "Oh shit, the big three is here." Like yeah, okay. it's just because not three of them were there. I think it was just like that's like their group's name. Yeah. They're still like a part of that. You know. It's like if two members of the League of Villains showed up, they would still say the League of Villains is here. True that. Okay. You know what I mean? Yep, I got you. Um, as they show up, they take Pinky hostage. Mm. And it's devastating. <laughs> it's devastating. <laughs> this was, I will say, not bad. No, but no. It's, it's not these, bad. No, but I found the... Uh, this is where the pacing came to like a huge halt. 
Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, there's some slowed. weird cuts. Yeah. It, there's some weird cuts, but but like you know what put me right back in it? I was like, okay, what are we gonna do? You gotta get her back. But then like there's a quick cut and they go right back into comedy because Lemillion throws himself back into the water. <laughs> He's oh, like, I'm falling oh, back no. in the water. <laughs> Look what happened. It's the voice. It gets me. It's just, oh yeah. no. <laughs> oh no. Look what happened. I'm in so much trouble again. Oh, right. It's every time he talks, it's right. Oh, you saved me, right? Yes, you have back to into the water. do me a save all over again. <laughs> it's so fucking good. I love it. <laughs> Uh, it's back to Amajiki, and he's like, I just, I want to go home. <laughs> I love that. He starts walking away. <laughs> they keep going back to the wall. You can't leave. Uh, yeah. I think because that's the line. Is it, I'm not sure who says it, but it's like, or what do you want? Or and he's like, I want to go home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he starts turning around, walking away. But they do, uh, they do some cool teamwork. Class one A. They yeah. throw up some pretty killer uh, teamwork to restrain Hado. Mm-hmm. and they get pinky back which was cool because uh amajiki he makes the line of where's the invisible girl like he like it shows they're smart like they're like they're heroes too like they're obviously not villains but like you know they're they're on the same level as the rest of the, yeah. the cast because like, i missed 1A. that i was like wait what invisible oh right right yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> yeah so like it shows like everyone's and that's the thing too and there's that weird moment this is probably the weirdest thing when Deku, they save Pinky, but Deku pulls his punch. Yep. And it's just like, oh, fuck, are we getting more of this? Like, you know, like, I know he's trying to be, like, the greatest hero and all. I And I love Midoriya, like, all time. He's one of my favorite characters in anime. Probably will be forever. But it's, it's like, dude, you're in training. Like, you're being, don't pull your punch, you know? Like, just obviously don't go yeah. 100% on the guy and blow his head off. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's. But he uh, gets punished for it. Because I yeah. think uh, Amajiki decks him, right? Yeah, like, how dare you? Like, why did you pull your punch? Like, I'm a villain right now. But it does lead to the great finishing sequence of Red Riot coming in oh with Bakugo God. in tow in a car powered by the electric kid. <laughs> Hotwired the car. Yeah, I fucking love that. Uh, that was killer. I, the ending to the episode is probably the best. Absolutely, yeah. Because Bakugo comes in, looks like a badass... And he brings Amajiki to the floor. <laughs> and you're like, all right. Like, I feel like we've really come far. This is, like, a really good teamwork moment. Like, success. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he ruins everything. Absolutely everything. <laughs> Just the way, like, you're a villain till the end. I, I, it was funny because, like, they had called. Like, it was officially over. Like, the, uh, the call had gone out. And... When she just like explodes, you see like the nuke in the background. It just cuts to All Might and freaking Asita, <laughs> freaking uh, anyway, and or even the smoke, and, even yeah. the smoke from a distance looks like a skull. Yeah, the de- the detail they put into Bakugo's face when he's screaming at the top of his lungs is yeah, top tier. I agree. Uh, that was a really really good shot. In particular, I was like, holy mm-hmm. fuck. And just them walking out, like, all dazed from, like, the nuke that just went off in their vicinity. That It's just... They all look different. All their hair is all zapped and, like, yeah. smoked. Yeah. Love um, Bakugo. Love, love me some Bakugo. They use him just the right amount. Mm. Like, they have really figured out when they do too much. Yeah. And when not to, you know what I mean? Like, uh... He's got that Vegeta energy. Yeah, he does, but, like, it's their usage of him that is so good, because, like, mm-hmm. you know, you know what this looks like when it's done kind of badly? And I'm not hating, because it's one of my favorites. Okay. But it's Zenitsu from Demon Slayer. Oh, like, yeah. Like, he's a drastic, extremely loud character that, mm. like, steals every scene, but, like, you can't have him on screen screaming for four minutes straight. No. You no, know what I can't. mean? Like, they just, like, drop him here and there. And then if they want to have like a Bakugo centric episode, then they like dial him down. That's he, yeah, that's you can't do that all the time. It's just it won't be as funny or as cool. No, exactly. And that's you know, and like in comparison to like Zenitsu, like he's always on. Like he does not have those moments where he is quiet and like, you know, there's you know, he he's a part of like the the discussion or whatever. You know, but Bakugo is like he has those quiet moments where he can kind of, you know, yeah. flourish and you can get like oh you can enjoy the quiet with him in the room in the shot. Yeah, one of my favorite arcs in the whole series is when he's kidnapped by the League of Villains. Mm. Oh, and yeah. He, and you get a completely different version of that character, right? 
Mm-hmm. Like he's still him, but he's not him. Well, it's I, I another like another one too is in kind of when him and Deku have that fight, and but like you know when All Might has to break it up at the end. I think he beats Deku when they're. I think it would be the end of season three. Yeah, it's like that fight, like at at night with no teachers yeah. present. Yeah, yeah, they're not in right. not in suits. Just the two of them, like regular gear and all that, and they're kind of just thrashing on each other. And like you can tell, he's angry and he's yelling, but he still has those moments, like one on one with them, where he's kind of like toned down a little. I that's you know, and it's like what you said when you have a loud character and they have a moment to like be quiet and kind of show off more character. It's it's good shit. Yeah. Um. So that wraps up the episode, but. There's a post credit scene. Mm. You caught that shit, right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Imagine if you missed that. <laughs> That'd be a big it's, one. It's like, actually, no, I didn't... Uh, what was Tell it? Me. Was it a neat... Uh, just an extra bit of song? Tell me about it. Uh, post credit scene. Uh, we go to Endeavor in the hospital. Um, and they flash back. He flashes back. He's thinking about his fight. And it's shown that... Oh, he talks to uh, Hawks about how like he did the All Might pose, but he's yeah. like, "Well, I used a different arm though, yeah. so it's, it's." I used the left, or he used the left. Yeah, it's kind of totally different when you think about it that way. <laughs> uh, but then it's shown we see that Dobby showed up on the scene, mm. who is like a pretty killer villain, big time. Haven't we? Not much has been seen of him. He's only like he's around enough, but he. You don't get a lot out of him. It seems like he... I don't know if he's going to be the big bad, but it seems like they're setting him up to be in more focus mm. this season. I think so. Uh, Shigaraki hasn't gone anywhere, right? But Overhaul's no, gone. No, he's still running the show. One for All is still in prison. Yes. Uh, but presumably, you know, probably more Dobby and Shigaraki this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's shown that Hawks and Dobby have met behind closed doors. And that's mm. like the cliffhanger of this episode. Do you know when they should have done this? When? At, at the, the end. end. At the end of season four. They should have put this, uh, they should have stuck this credit scene at at the end of that finale. Absolutely. Because that, that's a great post credit scene. Yeah. It's almost out of place. In, it's a, it seemed uh, very out premiere. of place. Yeah, absolutely. They, yeah, that's a good point. They absolutely should have stuck it. Or even open the episode with that. Yeah. And then cut to the class. Of, like, then having them talk. You know, like, there's that moment. Cuts to black. And then it, you know, cut, cuts to classroom. They're asking Todoroki about his dad. And then the alarm goes off, you know, for the test. I think that would be... It, honestly, until you until you brought it up and we're talking about it now, that's what they absolutely should have done. That makes way more sense as we talk about it. But uh, I hadn't even thought of it, but you're totally right. Yeah. Uh, that said... We're going to jump right into episode two of season five, so yep. we're not going to speculate. Normally, like, you know, we'll be on our schedule after after uh, this episode of the podcast, and we're going to mm-hmm. cover one of these every week, yeah. um, but we have to do this to catch up. So I'm going to take us right into season five, episode two. After their fight with the Nomu, Hawks and Endeavor make their way home. Hawks' allegiances are revealed, and Endeavor begins to work on his relationship with his family. Midoriya dreams of all for one, and the vestiges of one for all. Good episode. Oh, yeah. Very two good episodes um, back to back. This one, much more in line of what I... Of just the na- the main narrative of the whole show, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least, like, the current plot yeah. with Endeavor and Hawks doing their thing. And then, like, there's kind of this overarching thing that's, like, over the whole series, which is Midoriya, All for One, and One for All, right? Mm-hmm. Not a lot of shows do that, or at least they don't do this very well, where you have, mm. like, a... Like a series plot that goes from A all the way to Z, but you can have seasons with their own dedicated arcs in between it all. Very lo- the show it's very long in the tooth. You know what I mean? Like there's there's so much time. There's a lot of filler too. I oh, had yeah. forgot I had oh, forgot yeah. how much filler there was in this show. Um, but that's the thing too. I think that's just the way these types of shows are marketed, and like they they try to jam pack as much in as they can. Yeah, you know, sometimes for the benefit, sometimes you know for not. But that 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 would be my one thing. This is kind of you know we were just talking about episode one, but I find there's some weird editing in this episode as well. Mm-hmm. But I'm just chalking that up to getting the ball rolling. Like there's some stuff they need to get out of the way. Like, yeah. you you know what I mean? Like the I find the beginning makes sense with like Hawks. Um, you know, like Hawks and, uh, and and Dobby and all that. Um, 
but yeah, but then, you know, obviously we're going to get to the rest of the stuff with Todoroki, but it's, I don't know, it, also a very good episode, beautiful, you know, and that's the great thing about this show, it, like, the animation style is going to be consistent from beginning to end. It's incredibly consistent. I was actually going to say, that was the first thing I noticed, but like, like last episode was great, yeah. but this one specifically, out of the two, episode two has insane animation, like, there's yes. not, like, I don't think there's any fights actually in this whole episode, or there's like mm-hmm. flashbacks and stuff, Sure. but really cool shots, really good animation, uh in this encounter the way the episode kicks off is endeavor remembering uh remembering the end of his fight again mm-hmm. and dobby shows up and when dobby like does his like blue fire thing and mm. encircles them all in in flame that is a killer like yeah. really really cool scene and really cool sequence they've always anytime dobby's on screen they've always just like cranked the budget up a little bit <laughs> like he's it's very rare it's very rare to have like non-spectacle moments with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. It yeah. always seems like he those blue like any chance they got him. It's like, it's almost like the character is like a contract. Like if he is on screen, light that fucker up. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like he's like the Levi of, of uh, <laughs> like we warned you. Oh, that's so funny. Um, so for a moment there, it looks dire, but like we mm. kind of know that obviously Endeavor makes it out because he's remembering this, right? But uh, it looks like Hawks and Endeavor are both not really at fighting strength. But then they get some reinforcements from Mirko. Mm. This lady, this jacked uh, lady with her quirk makes her jacked, I guess. She comes in and uh, throws, just, just kind of, you know, scares him off more or less. Because then, yeah. because then Dobby teleports out. He, like, calls his buddy who teleports him out. Did yeah, you know big this? big shadow dude. Yeah, so did you know... Mirko before so the only reason i know of Mirko is on the uh the boku uh no my hero academia whatever the whatever the name is for the subreddit uh-huh. uh like when season four was airing you know i would go onto the the subreddit and just kind of like do like the, read the anime you know you know like what happened that week and see what people are talking about like the anime only threads and all that and but like you know, like, Attack on Titan has good, like, fan art and stuff like that, but, like, the fan base for My Hero Academia is unreal. And I would just, like, I would get lost in the subreddit and just watch all the, um... And this actually kind of goes with Hawks as well, prior to, like, seeing him in the show. There would just be artwork of Hawks and Mirko. I'm like, who the fuck are these two? Like, and it was... But it's always those two. You always see people doing art of them. And I was like, well, they must be coming. And that was the thing, too, like... When I had started watching season four, part one, I was like, when's this rabbit chick going to show up? Like, people, it was always like, best girl, best girl, you know, my girl, like, my favorite, you know, best care, my hero. Like, people fucking love this chick. Interesting. And so when I when, when I was watching this episode, I was like, ah, okay, there we go. <laughs> Only took two years yeah. later. <laughs> like, but, to, but it was the same thing for Hawks. Like, I, I would see tons of artwork, and I was like, I have no clue who this guy is. And I don't want to dig in, you know, further because yeah, I don't want to spoil it for myself. But, um, but yeah. So when I saw her, it was kind of nice. I was like, ah, yes, there we go. We got some substance to, you know, what I've seen. So good to connect the dots. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. That that subreddit is incredibly active. There's so much cool fan art on there. That's where we yeah. found at Sean Hincato for this episode. And we're gonna mm-hmm. keep interacting with you guys. Uh, we're new to that community, but everyone has been super, super nice so far. So you will see more of us there. Um, so. Dobby exits, and uh, then I believe we go to uh, the OP. And I remember mm-hmm. I made a special note. And I was like, "Yeah, okay. This this opening theme is already already growing on me. It's groovy." And oh, and you know what? I this is going back. I, I had made a note of this. I forgot to bring it up. The music in this show, I I, I hate to keep comparing to Attack on Titan, but it's just no, it's no. two it's we, two different. It's so interesting to see two shows like within the same industry. But different styles have different philosophies when it comes to music. And art, you know, art style is like its own, that's a whole, whole other conversation. But when it comes to music philosophy of usage, My Hero Academia, maybe it's just me, but I think it's, I think it's more used in the undertone moments. Where, like, Attack on Titan is, like, great for, like, across the board. It's very kind of subtle. And then when it gets, like, big oh, and bombastic, yeah. it kind of pops up. My Hero Academia is really good at having like these like really epic moments sounding or epic sounding tone and music for even like not that like crazy moments. 
but then it's jacked right up when they were did like the the rehash of uh the end um the high or the nomu i think it's called high end or end high yeah and endeavor fight and then hawks fight like just like the soaring guitar like the solos like just playing in the background <laughs> i was like fucking hey man like Dude, this, that... is, this is good shit and this episode too like when Mirko saves their ass like the the musical cues and and the op it's so groovy it's so drum and bass heavy which is just my wheelhouse like i yeah. i love as as raw and like a distorted but like a clear but kind of like grungy bass tone with just like a fast like you know like just hitting that snare like you know like it is that's the great thing about this show like the they there is a much effort put into the music it's all part of the package you know what i mean whereas like attack on titan i think it's like the story and the, that's where all the scope is and then everything else is just kind of nice little flourishes yeah my hero music has to be a big like the studio that must be a huge part of the conversation of like what goes where at what time just to really amplify the scene like it's it's so rocky it's so um i don't know man it's good the op yeah, i, good I agree man it uh they do really Bit of a job. Rant. yeah no no it's because it's good shit like i agree mm-hmm. they enhance a lot of their scenes really really well with the soundtrack i'd forgot how much fun like even like the hawks scenes in the finale of season four were like him getting people out of the building with the feathers mm-hmm. him boosting endeavor like the music was great throughout that entire ending sequence uh so yeah we're we're on the same page there um so then we speaking of which then we go to hawks and dobby Mm. and here you know i'm i'm interested in in your thoughts here because it's revealed that like hawks and dobby are like kind of working together sort of conspiring Mm -hmm. right um he it's revealed that they had discussed and prearranged the actual attack by the nomu but at the mm. last minute, Dobby, like a good villain, like, you know, changed a couple of the key details, like the when, the where, and how strong the no movement would be. There was some good mental gym or like mental gymnastics between the two of them in that scene. Yeah. That was like yeah. a fun scene yeah. with lots of like tension. And, you know, like Dobby's like, oh, you can't meet the boss yet. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you could tell, you can almost tell that Hawks was uh, undercover, but Hawks also like kind of says like, you know, I have my own reasons for wanting to support you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I loved that scene. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. It's, uh, I, I bought just, it. it. It seemed believable I bought to it. me. I just don't know if I bought or if I love that they immediately renege all of it in the following scene. They're immediately like, so anyway, he's undercover. Like, would yeah. you, do you think it might have been a bit better if they, like, kind of led us to believe that he was, that you couldn't trust him for a little bit before they bust the whole he's a double agent thing yeah well yes i think so uh i think that would have had more substance to it if, if that was the case but uh, you know there's they're, they're long seasons so i'm wondering like just because the storylines kind of move so quick like the, you know there's so many arcs within a single season a lot of the time just you know just from my like assessment it could just be like they got to move the story forward right you, you think, know like we got to get yeah. to the next thing and like we'll be way past this maybe this is just like one of many bullet points yeah it could be that like i said like you know it's like well you said i think it would have made a lot more sense and i think you know we, it would have been more digestible if it like down the road we're like oh yes he was a good guy thank goodness you know but um I don't know. I didn't mind it as, as much. I, it's funny. I watched it and I was like, oh, I bet this is getting brought up. Because <laughs> <laughs> it just, it did seem weird. And I was like, but you know, it is what it is. Like, it's not. Well, maybe looking back, like you said, it'll make sense based on the scope of the season. But what I, what I, yeah. But what I have a, not a problem with, but what I found weird, like when it cuts to him, like it's a, they, they renege everything that was just said and they go and he's, I, I don't, remember these two people that he's talking to i'm assuming they're police or i don't don't know what association or who they who they are really yeah i guess like they're high up with the hero league that was like i was like i don't know if i'm supposed to know Mm -hmm. i i I didn't recognize them at all and i did find it weird of like the justification of why he was perfect (laughs) to be the one undercover like they had said some stuff and it was like it was like we were being talked at and i was like i was like okay all right 
I guess, I guess it's perfect because he told me so. Yeah, it, and that's what it was. It was like it, it's like you're trying to tell me why, but I still like I don't really well, we just barely, see what you're getting at. We barely know Hawks, right? So it feels yeah. like he's clearly going to be more of a prominent character this season. Yeah, since they introduced him so late in last season. It's like you know, if we knew him half as well as we know any of the Class One A characters, we'd be mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, of course he's perfect for it. Exactly. But we just yeah. don't know that. So I guess maybe they're just trying to ham fist him in and it'll all make sense once mm-hmm. we're kind of through the arc. But, yeah, so yeah. that that was that was the only weird thing. But the actual act of like it cutting straight which is kind of like, you know what would it be, double, double negative or hypocritical? Like I, I'm okay with the fact that he is good, but the way they justified him being the reason it's the double agent, that's what I didn't buy. I don't yeah. know. It's, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm down with that. Uh the next thing that was super noteworthy was this awesome shot of Dobby by the water. Mm, just looking out on the harbor, yeah. Yeah, but then, actually, I wanted to ask you about this. So, he remembers killing Snatch, because at the beginning mm. of the episode, Endeavor goes, like Dobby says to Endeavor, like, oh, we've never met before. And Endeavor's like, yeah, you're, aren't you the one who killed Snatch? And then Dobby remembers killing this guy named Snatch. Are we supposed to know who Snatch is? Did yeah, we... Snatch is the dude that was assigned to watch Overhaul in the ambulance. Uh, yeah and he gets turned he gets he's technically still alive i think he got turned into one of those orbs by uh the dude that lost his arm um he's a league of villains i'm I'm forgetting i'm blanking on his name the guy with the the top hat yeah magician guy yeah yeah yeah, that dude i he i think so i think snatch might be still alive i think they're setting up him being out there somewhere interesting presumably in one of these said marbles or orbs (laughs) yeah okay all right fair enough yeah, that, I, I was confused by that. Like, it just there is in the episode. There is a very like a blink and you miss it quick shot of him being. You see an orb flying out of the ambulance on the highway. Okay, see, yeah, I blinked yeah. and I missed it. I yeah, it's, it's super, super, super <laughs> quick. Like, I was surprised they even put it in. <laughs> um, fucking endeavor full of scars. How you Big feel time. about that face scar? Because he checks out of the hospital and he looks pretty, gnarly. pretty fitting. He looks like his son. <laughs> Yeah, kind of, eh? But he yeah. kept the eye. I was kind of thinking they would take the eye. You know, give me, like, a Thor Ragnarok, like, cut it right out. No. No, I'm glad they kept the eye. Instead, but, he's got this badass scar. Yeah. Pretty gnarly. It's gnarly. Like, it's not like Todoroki's where it's kind of, you know, symmetrical to his face. This thing is just very noticeable. It was also It's also weird seeing without his fire beard, which I've never liked Endeavor. So... Just, you know, because he was, like, an asshole, and, like, they really, yeah. they wanted him to look like that. And then, obviously, now they're trying to make him likable, a la Gabby, um, in, sh- in a, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, and, the, you know, they're kind of winning me over a little bit, but, you know, um, but, like, visually, though, he was one of my least favorite characters in the show. I was, like, that Firebeard looks ridiculous. <laughs> like, I'm just not a, I was never a fan of that. They did, uh... You know, so there. That's kind of like the next beat, is he goes home to see his kids, mm. and my memory is hazy. I mean, I remember that he's an awful father and he has a fucked up relationship with, uh, with all of his kids, particularly Shoto. Mm-hmm. So, is are these supposed like crimes or sins that he's committed? Is it mostly that? Is it mostly what? Like we know that he specifically married that you know his wife or the you know their mother. Mm. because he wanted to combine quirks and have like the ultimate kid well, is that think, the idea because yeah he had said that he, there's i think it might be a couple episodes but they kind of like breadcrumbed us throughout the series a little bit they kind of they went back to the endeavor thing and from what i remember and i might there's one thing i'm a little hazy on but i was under i always thought that the mom was sick and he was kind of more or less forcing her into having more kids oh. to get like the bio, like the bioengineering, right? Like, yeah, like yeah. to get to get the said quirk and Shoto, get, basically to get Shoto, Shoto. Yeah. exactly. And I think Shoto's kids, the youngest. Yeah, Shoto's the youngest, but the first two kids maybe just like weren't home runs. Exactly, and but like he was like so, but I know he was so obsessed. Like I think Endeavor had come to terms with the fact that he would never surpass All Might, so his his like. You know, he would call passion, but his like uh, his obsession of like gaining getting showed it was to create a hero of like combining two quirks to like surpass 
All Might. I think that was his goal, and he was kind of obsessed by that. That's just what I remember. Um, but, uh, and then I think, like, like because the mom, that was the thing I forgot, too. The mom is the one that gave Shoto the scar. Like yeah. she's, she, and that's why she's in like a mental hospital. She was like she, losing her shit, right? Yeah, because and that's the thing too. The thing I'm not sure is I don't. She might, may or may not have been sick. I can't remember. I like think she was, was. Yeah, I think they definitely hinted her being sick and frail and just like overwhelmed and stressed, probably and as a result of like all the pressure that Endeavor was putting on her. Yeah, and then she made she made mistakes, and one of those mistakes was like injuring Shoto. Yeah, she had like a weird moment where yeah, and she, so she threw boiling water on his face but which is that's a raw deal yeah but but yeah so you know the but yeah so it's the i think this is going to be the forefront probably for a couple episodes do you do you okay here's a question to you do you hope they wrap this up in like three four episodes or do you think this is like a a good consistent arc for like the next 12 or like 14 episodes i so i don't think i want like and don't get me wrong like i'm i'm down to explore this relationship i think like that's what shoto basically says he says i can't forgive you but i'm willing to see how things go from here yeah and i'm i'm willing to see how things go i don't know if i want a uh therapy session every episode but i think we're gonna have endeavor around more anyway yeah and i'm super down to get to know more about his character Mm -hmm. uh it would be cool to see what Shoto looks like if he's uh, interested in entertaining the idea of hanging mm-hmm. out with Endeavor. You know what I mean? Like, I think that there's some fun partnership, duality type. There's some fun stuff you could do with that. Mm. But, like, just in small doses. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, don't want, I don't want five minutes for ten episodes, and I don't want 15 minutes for four episodes. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I want it to find its, like, spot. Like, it kind of found its spot in this episode. That was, like, a four or five minute scene. It, it was, was just scene. getting... It was just about to get too long. Yes. Yeah, I would say. It was getting there. And, and that's the other thing, too. Like, total sidebar. The audio in the scene where he goes home was so fucked. It was up and down, up and down. Like, I, I must have had my hand on the remote. For the entire scene, it was up and down, up and down. Like I didn't notice that. Anytime the siblings talked, way too loud. Anytime Shoto and his dad would talk, it would be like the, the it just seemed like the mix was off. And I thought I honestly thought my TV was acting spooky on me. I was like, not now. Like please, not now. <laughs> like let's like let's get. I want to get through like this episode. This. Like not in the middle of the episode, but yeah, I don't know what it was. It was weird, very weird. It was. Uh, I liked the argument between the eldest son. Yeah. And, uh, well, not the argument, just the eldest son yelling at... Uh, Natsuo, I think his name Natsuo, is. Natsuo, yeah. Uh, and I like, you know, Endeavor's, like, inner monologue, suggesting, like, oh, it's all for my kids now. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, whatever, bro, we'll see. But, you know, he did have... There was, you know, and I think we might have glazed over, and it might be worth kind of backtracking a little bit. He does have moments of, you know, this is not he didn't get to number one the way he wanted to get there. You know, like he had done all these years of doing it one way. Like, again, he was so obsessed with getting to number one for him to have the clarity to kind of sit back and be like, okay, I'm here now. I got it. Like, I think he, it's a nice thing to see in a character. He got what he got and he's not still like chasing after it after he's gotten it. A little bit of self-awareness. Yeah. Exactly. He has the self-awareness to know, okay, I do have it. Now, how do I use this? Or how do I, how do I move forward? Like in the new path. And which is nice to see in a character because he, he was clearly obsessed with getting to number one. Like the beef him and All Might had was very interesting. That was the nice thing too. Like those scenes over the years of All Might and Endeavor were really good. You can see how the... Like, as Endeavor gets closer, like, is slowly getting closer to that number one spot, you can slowly see the character change. And we're there, and we, we've arrived at the station, so it's... There was, yeah. well, yeah, I think a, one of the best scenes that Endeavor had was, or, like, one of the best glimpses we got was when uh, All for One, or uh, uh, All Might, I should say, was having his fight with uh, All for One in, like, season three or whatever. Mm-hmm when it becomes clear that he's losing his powers yeah. uh and endeavor says to himself he's like you know we, i've always been number two but like only i am aware of how huge the gap is between mm. one and two right it's yeah. like everybody's really close all the way up to number two and then there was like number two and then like a football field later 
there yeah, was there might light. be a thousand more space, like a thousand more spots. Between yeah, them. and uh, it felt like you said, like he kind of has a bit of self awareness. He didn't really win it the way he wanted to. It's not like he took the belt off the champ. He sort of yeah. inherited it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think that you're right. Like that process gave him a little bit of self awareness, and now he's kind of reevaluating his priorities, especially after having such a close fight. Yeah. Uh, you know, like you see that stuff all the time, right? Some people. If it wasn't injured. for Hawks too, he would have lost that fight. 100%. Another cool, another cool thing, because when they show, when they, you know, again, we had said we didn't like the scene all that much, but when we kind of get the backstory on Hawks, it was cool that when it shows him as a kid and he saves all those people in that incident. Yeah. He's holding an Endeavor toy. He's not holding an All Might toy. I did. Yeah, that was that's a good point. We should have mentioned that. Yeah. yeah so he, he had fans. Yeah. Yeah, big time. Like, he's, you know, and he was probably so bullheaded that he wasn't number one. He didn't realize. And they kind of they kind of do a little thing that he should be interacting with fans more. You know, like, because that's, like, a whole big thing to me. And that's the thing I totally forgot about the show is the ranking system. And yep. how, like, because this is going way back to Stain. Stain was like, what? What is with this hero? Like, what's with the the ranking system? Like, the obsession. This isn't about, yeah. This isn't about money. This this should be about saving people. And he was trying to obviously it went about his own way to Kirby. How dope was Stain? Stain you know, was such <laughs> a good villain, dude. St- yeah, I would love him to come back. Well, he's not dead. He's no, in prison, no, right? Yeah, yeah. They locked him up. So I'd love yeah, him he's, to come back. He's uh, we're due. There, and that's that's the other. Well, we can take a second there. There are some excellent villains in this show. Yep. Not like it's very rarely you get a one note villain in this show. Um, like yeah. e- even like the like the like twice and even uh, Toga. Oh, twice Toga. is so fun. Yeah, twice is good and um, yeah, and over like overhaul and all his crony. Oh, overhaul was so great. Obviously, yeah. like uh, all for one is killer. Shigaraki has like layers to him. Oh, he's. We've yet to see Shigaraki or really like come, really, yeah. yeah, come into his own. I'm I'm really excited to see him. Like it's gonna be brutal, I, I imagine. But like that scene, we're all over the place here. But that scene where he corners uh, Midoriya at the mall in the mall, fuck. and he's like, if you scream, I'll start killing people. And like <gasps> he knows right away, like, okay, I just gotta eat this. And then, and then like um, uh, Uracha or Urara, uh, I always forget her name. Um, Uraka. Hit, Uraka, yeah. Ocho Kocho? Uh, Ocho Kocho, yeah. She, uh, you know, she shows up and he's like, oh, hey. And, like, he can, he can, like, he's an actor. Like, he's a villain. He knows how to put on, like, a fake face. Yeah. And go about his way. Just great villains in this show. But, but yeah, and, like, the Nomus, too. Like, high end, this is the first time we've had a Nomu, like, at the end of season four that spoke. Yeah. You know, he like, spoke the, and the voice acting for that was great. The way spooky, they, like, the really way they spooky. made him stutter and, like, he was, like, conscious but you could tell he was like figuring out he was like a baby he was like i remember oh, the, yeah. there's a line he goes oh do you have regenerative like yeah or do you regenerate do you have regenerative power like yeah, it's yeah. it's so good like <laughs> okay okay uh so we get to the last scene of the episode yep. mm-hmm. and midoriya finishes training he goes right to sleep he passes right out and this is like the last scene of the whole episode it lasts uh, several minutes but it we see Midoriya interacting or realizing that he's in a state where he can react or interact with all the vestiges, all the previous holders of uh, One for All. And All Might had mentioned that this would happen. Because there was was a moment, was it in the the sports festival, where they kind of... They saved his ass. They saved his ass. He he does like, he flicks the fingers. Because he's fighting the dude from... Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, there was he was fighting him, and he was gonna lose. And yeah. it feels like there was like a multi-layered consciousness that's with him because of the quirk, and he's connecting to that now. Yes, and and he and after the sports festival, he talks to All Might, and All Might's like, "Yeah, dude, that's that's normal. <laughs> like that's, like, oh, that's oh, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's they gonna see happen. everything you do, bro. Yeah, all big uh, time. But yeah, that was that was this. I love this scene. I love like. I love diving into the lore of the quirk. I love anytime we learn more about uh, All for One, mm-hmm. uh, and we got we got a full backstory, more or less. Yeah. We saw the origin of the villain, how he came to power. And we have that, we yeah. have seen the scene before, though, have we not? Yeah, I just think, not in this in depth. Yes, not yeah. We knew a lot of this, but I there is one thing I didn't remember, and oh my god. I'm so stuffed up. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> if you if you're like, does this guy sound like he's sick? It's like, yes, I'm fucking sick. Allergy season, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Springtime's around the corner. Give me all that ragweed. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but uh, they 
did did all for one did that quirk of one for all did it get was it given to the first holder by the villain because his brother was quirkless like is that where it came from i think and here's the thing i had to tiptoe on the internet yeah, good point. But thankfully, thankfully, the My Hero Academia crowd is a lot more forgivable and more forgiving on the web with what is like just openly talked about. Yeah, yeah. So I felt a little more safe. Again, I, I, I tiptoed nonetheless. I think he technically had a quirk, but it wasn't like... Again, I... I I did like again. It was tiptoeing. Like I really couldn't get in depth, but I believe he had a quirk. Didn't know about it because it wasn't like a like an openly usable one. Uh-huh. Something he couldn't readily access. Yeah, was given a power which I think we still don't know about. And then I, th- but because I think his quirk that he had was the quirk to pass on his power. Oh, I think that was what he had, and then he was given something by. Uh, all for one and now as a result he like cultivates that power and then he like passes yeah, it down exactly i think what the cultivation is is the cultivation is his original quirk and then he just has like the what i'm yeah. assuming is just the all-encompassing power yeah. yeah so he had like the founding titan and, yeah yeah he, <laughs> and he got the attack titan <laughs> yeah yeah okay uh okay so that's yeah that's cool um, I think I, again. Don't no one hold me on that. Yeah, yeah. That was well, just my reading of the situation. From we'll what Google it, yeah. it after the show and, and find out if we're tremendously wrong. And we'll yeah, in eight years ourselves. when in eight years when the show is done, we'll we'll, <laughs> come, we'll come back and we'll we'll reach out to everyone. Um. So yeah, that was like a really 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 cool scene. We saw like all for one's rise to power. Yeah. Pretty dark. I it th- was very interesting the scene to show. Well, sorry sorry to cut you off, but like no, no. they did a really good job showing the potency of. The potency of him as a villain, of being able to manipulate people, like in a world where you're either one thing or you're not, you know, dude. That and was yeah, that was really it was, really do- well done. Exactly, it was very it, and just it really showed exactly where his evil stems from and his control of people. Yeah, and just excellent, like excellent storytelling. Like it's the so simple, guys, so simple. Yeah, the two guys kneeling. I have this problem, but I have uh, the other guy has that problem, and he's just like, "All right, fucking trade. It'll fix. Right. It'll make you both happy." You know yeah. what I mean? And then um, he follows it up of, "If I ever need you, will you be there?" And they're just like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah. Now you have unwavering <laughs> loyalty. Like they're yeah. they're fucking Death Eaters. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I totally agree. That was a really oh, that's good a good way. comparison. That is a good comparison. Yeah, to Death I'm, Eaters. God, I'm so talented. Fuck. Oh my God, your brain must hurt all the time. Yeah, that was just constantly <laughs> swelling because I'm always comparing animes to science fiction novels. Oh, <laughs> good shit. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I agree. And 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 it obviously that scales, right? He did yeah. it once, and now he and then like you kind of fast forward. And he's just like kind of has like some ridiculous amount of power with a much much bigger group of lackeys and an army more or less, um, to such an extent that he throws his own brother into prison. Literally, just keeps him captive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the whole then the whole quirk thing happens. And, and and the cool thing is too, like you can tell, like they even hit it a couple times of like brother, like he keeps calling him frail and he kind of shoots him down, but he's like, I I still love you. Mm-hmm. You know, like it shows like this is probably at a time where he wasn't. You know, full. He hadn't fully become what he is now, mm-hmm. and and that's the thing I forget too. Like, it feels like every version of One for All, he has this closest because they always it always comes back to All for One. You know, it's always the two of them fighting. And All Might has that line. I can't remember. I can't remember when. It, I think it's before the like the All Might and uh, One or All for One fight, um, where he says like it. You need to know, like, you are going to be the one that goes toe to toe with this guy one day. Yeah, you got to. No, it, it it just it keeps repeating itself, and like it's it's always going to be like these. At the end of the day, it's always going to be these two brothers, one actually, and then one like through time, like as mm-hmm. it passes on. It's always going to be them coming head to head. So it's yeah, I don't know. It's good shit. Really, really, like I said, really potent scene. Like they they got all the bases of the power and they teased a little bit of what's coming next and oh it's... i'm glad that they did this uh relatively early in this season because i saw you know like that was like the ending season season uh, that was like one of the ending scenes of season four yeah and it was like 
clearly we're going to explore this in season five. But I was like, don't make me wait like nine episodes mm. of like, you know what I mean? Just basic stuff before you get to this. Cause mm. I'm very interested in this part of the narrative. Um, the, basically the last thing of the episode, there's this really interesting line that the original all for one, or I'm sorry, the original one for all guy says to Midoriya and he says, you're just barely past 20%. We're way past the singularity. You're not alone. Head scratcher, real head scratcher. Yeah, what? Like, I mean, you know, we I, we get pieces of this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're barely past twenty percent. Like, he's using somewhere around that now of twenty percent has been a number we we've heard for the past like season or two. Yeah, so yeah. we know that he's getting better with it, so that makes sense. And he goes, "You're not alone," and it's like, well, clearly, like he seems mm-hmm. to be he's learning somehow to communicate with the past owners of it perhaps in a way maybe that's what he means Mm -hmm. i don't know what the singularity bit is about what whatsoever you know what i just realized what when he goes into that dream state and we only see parts of him only 20 percent of him is visible oh do you think that's what that is maybe maybe as he progresses his power he'll be able to communicate with them oh because he has no mouth because he actually can't talk that's exactly what that. <laughs> As if I just I just put that together. That would make sense because I was like maybe I remember wanting to talk about that. Like you can see some of the owners of One mm. for All completely, but like there's two that you can't see at all. The first two, it looks like, yeah, yeah. So and like, then the third one, who kind of looks like All Might, is like yeah. you can see a frame and some body features, but like you don't see like a full picture of them. Interesting. So which like, is gold. Yeah. So it's yeah. interesting that like. Maybe is it because they're still alive, or or they? I don't know what that is, but it's very interesting, right? Mm. Like, um, and but do yeah, you know I think your twenty percent thing makes makes some sense. And the like the slightly frustrating thing is, it's like you said, it's good they got it early in the season, mm-hmm. but I feel like we're seeing we're being teased some stuff that we are not going to see for quite some time. Ugh, which is a little I I don't know I can just possible. see it coming down the pipe. Yeah. Yeah, it so feels like they're going to give us this, and then like they'll hit it again at the end of the season. <laughs> This kind of feels like the basement in season one of Attack on Titan. A little bit. Just a little bit. You know, because we've already had some of it. Like, this isn't like the first time we're seeing it. We're all, you know, we'd be a lot more excited. But I don't know. I'm just getting, I'm getting vibes. Like, I've watched enough of this by now. I'm kind of, you know. (laughs) I think so. Because that's the show. Like, we we talked about it, like, at the beginning of the podcast. Like, this show is going to be on for a long time. Yeah, you know, unless like God forbid, like this for whatever reason, this season is just like tanks and no one watches it, which is not going to happen. But like, yeah. you know, it's I don't know. It's yeah, it's uh, a great episode. Very good. Like they hit all the beats they needed to, and I think now going forward, I think the story is going to start acting normal next week. Yeah, I think we're going to jump right into in, into just, you know, whatever plot, whatever narrative they want to spin for the season. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited to be covering this week to week. Yeah. Um, that pretty much wraps up this episode. Um, I think so, if, yeah. If you guys are new to the podcast, thank you for listening. Obviously, this one's a little bit longer than, like, than it will be going forward because um, we had to do, a, you know, a double episode today to, to cover episodes one and two. Yeah. Chasing our tail for the past few weeks. Yeah, you know, uh, Attack on Titan had like a week-long delay where they went on hiatus, and then they had a double episode, and because of that, their finale overlapped with My Hero, and anyway. All of that to say, uh, next week, we're going to release uh, an episode every day on the same week, usually on Wednesdays. Um, so next time uh, you hear us, it'll be a shorter episode. We'll only be covering one episode at a time. And then uh, who knows, maybe beyond that, we'll have like some post-show stuff uh, where we discuss other stuff. We're going to kind of experiment and see how see how it all goes. But uh, as far as My Hero Academia Season 5 goes, uh, we'll be here every week. Right on, guys. Can't wait to see you again next week. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, don't hesitate to like, comment, subscribe, uh, you, know, we're, you know, join the conversation. Uh, if not, we'll see you on the subreddits and on social media. Uh, please give the podcast a follow. But... Uh, Yeah, we'll see you next week. See you later, guys. Peace.